Episode 47, 23rd Sunday of Ordinary Time, Year A. Faith, Hope and Love, a time of scripture, prayer and reflection. just, O Lord, and your judgment is right. Treat your servant in accord with your merciful love. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Brothers and sisters, as we come together on this 23rd Sunday of the year, year A, let us call to mind our sins. Lord Jesus, you healed the sick. Lord, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you forgave sinners. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you give us yourself to heal us and bring us strength. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of good will. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, Heavenly King, O God, Almighty Father. Lord Jesus Christ, Only Begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. Let us pray. O God, by whom we are redeemed and receive adoption, look graciously upon your beloved sons and daughters, that those who believe in Christ may receive true freedom and an everlasting inheritance. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the prophet Ezekiel, chapter 33, verses 7 to 9. Thus says the Lord, So you, O son of man, I have made a watchman for the house of Israel. Whenever you hear a word from my mouth, you shall give them warning from me. If I say to the wicked, O wicked one, you shall surely die, and you do not speak to warn the wicked to turn from their ways, the wicked person shall die in their iniquity, but their blood I will require at your hand. 
But if you warn the wicked person to turn from their ways, and they do not turn from their ways, they shall die in their iniquity, but you will have saved your life. The Word of the Lord Oh, that today you would listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not harden your hearts. Oh, come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us make joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us come into his presence with thanksgiving. Let us make a joyful noise to him with songs of praise. Oh, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Or oh, that today you would listen to his voice. Do not harden your hearts as at Meribah, on the day at Massa in the wilderness, when your ancestors tested me and put me to the proof, though they had seen my work. Oh, that today you would listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not harden your hearts. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Chapter 13, verses 8 to 10. Brothers and sisters, owe no one anything except to love one another, for the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. The commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet, and any other commandment, are summed up in this word, love your neighbour as yourself. Love does no wrong to a neighbour. Therefore, love is the fulfilling of the law. The Word of the Lord Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia In Christ God was reconciling the world to himself and entrusting the message of reconciliation to us. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Chapter 18, verses 15 to 20. Jesus spoke to his disciples, If your brother or sister sins against you, Go and point out the fault when the two of you are alone. If he or she listens to you, you have regained your brother or sister. But if the person does not listen, take one or two others along with you, so that every word may be confirmed by the evidence of two or three witnesses. If the person refuses to listen to them, tell it to the church. And if that person refuses to listen even to the church, let such a one be to you as a Gentile and a tax collector. Truly, I tell you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Again, truly, I tell you, if two of you agree on earth about anything you ask, 
it will be done for you by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered in my name, I am there among them. The Gospel of the Lord All of the readings this weekend are really about the primacy of love in Christ's vision for the Kingdom of God. Love, as St. Paul says, is the fulfilment of all the law. And love is the motivation for the prophet's words and the driving force for the Christian community and its members in order to resolve misunderstandings and conflict. In the first reading, the Lord says to the great prophet Ezekiel, I have made you a sentinel, a watchman. This is the true key to the role of the prophet. Forget about the fact that it sounds terrible that a prophet will be punished with death if they do not fulfill God's law. Rather, if the prophet is the sentry, the watchman, their vital role is actually a role of love and protection. It's a role of concern for the welfare of everybody. This image of the watchman reminds me of something I noticed when I visited Rome a few years back. The firefighters in Rome had a wonderful name. They were called Vigili del Fuoco, which in English is rather poorly translated as just firefighters, just as we use here. But that's not actually what the word means. Firefighter, the word, tends to give the impression of a responder to fire, reacting to the threat of fire. Whereas the words Vigili del Fuoco literally means watcher for fire, a watchman, a sentry, just like in that first reading, actively looking out for danger, in that case fire, caring for the community by watching out for the dangers that might affect them and alerting them as soon as the danger is noticed, acting immediately to put out the fire. That's indeed what firefighters do everywhere and including in this community. They don't just respond to fires, they also engage in community involvement and look into and point out risks and hazards. So too with the prophets of old. They were not self-righteous, superior know-it-alls. They were sentries. They were watchmen. They were showing God's love by watching out for danger and alerting God's beloved people so that people could swiftly act to get to safety. It's an act of love and care. No wonder God is so strict with his prophets then, saying, if you fail to warn them, you will suffer the same fate. Their role is like a security guard or a military watchman. We all know what happens if they fail to be alert, if they don't warn the people when danger is nigh. It would show a complete lack of regard for people that they protect, and they'd be guilty of failing to warn. Looking at things that way, one can see God's absolute love for his people, his desire that people have every opportunity to live in the light of God's care and protection, walking in God's ways. God's law of love asks all of us to be vigilant, not only outside for dangers, but also to keep a watch within, to keep guard and watch over our heart, to make sure that we love as God loves and that our hearts do not harden into legalism, lack of compassion, or lack of mercy, or even worse, apathy. We are all sentinels, watchpersons, vigilant for any discord, hatred, or inconsistency with the gospel. And we're vigilant within ourselves, too, to make sure resentment, jealousy, and desire don't begin to grow in the heart. 
In the letter to the Romans, we're reminded that love takes different forms. Love is faithful to its commitments and promises. Love respects other people's commitments. Love respects life absolutely. And love respects others' property and loves honesty. Love respects others' rights and upholds them. In fact, St. Paul says that love is at the heart of all the commandments, as our Lord taught us first. Love is open to resolving misunderstandings, hurts and harm. It's open to reconciliation. It's open to creating understanding and forgiveness, which is at the central core of the gospel, allowing God to soften our hearts. When there's conflict or misunderstanding, things that make the situation worse are talking to everyone else about it except the one we have an issue with, and gossip, or a culture of festering resentment or complaint. The Gospel says that there's no better way than face-to-face, -face, not writing and, for our modern age, not, heaven forbid, sending flaming texts and emails, even in the meeting of two hearts in openness. If that doesn't resolve the misunderstanding, the, the gospel teaching has us have two or three church members come along. That's not about ganging up or getting the numbers to win the argument, but again it's centred in charity. If things have become so tense, perhaps an independent, wise and loving heart might be able to help melt the impasse. Inspired by these readings, I have a favourite saying, if one cannot say something with love and charity, don't say it at all because it won't do any good. There's a delightful twist at the end of this gospel. All is not quite what it seems. We're told that if, after all our sincere attempts fail, we're told in the gospel to treat the other like a tax collector or a Gentile. But here's the catch. Our Lord has shown us that this does not mean we've lost the other. Tax collectors and Gentiles were the people Jesus preached to and welcomed and taught. So, they were the ones who responded to God's word. This means there's always hope. They are by no means lost to us, nor do we ever give up on anyone. Love and charity always prevails. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body and life everlasting. Amen. We have gathered as a community trusting in the promises of God. Let us offer our prayers with confidence. For the Church, that it will always be a sign of reconciliation to all people. Lord, hear us. For nations at war, that the love of Christ may be inspiring to leaders to work for peace. And let us pray for world peace, particularly at this time of difficulty. Lord, hear us. Let us pray for divided families. 
that the power of Christ may help them work towards settling their differences with respect. Lord, hear us. For this worshipping community, that when we gather to pray, we may always be aware of Jesus' presence among us. Lord, hear us. For those who are in ill health, and those who care for them, that the Lord will give them healing, strength and peace. Lord, hear us. For our deceased sisters and brothers, that they may be welcomed into eternal glory with all their sins forgiven, especially those for whom we now pray. Lord, hear us. God of mercy, help us not to harden our hearts, but rather to always turn to you. We make these prayers through Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who give us the gift of true prayer and of peace, graciously grant that through this offering we may do fitting homage to your divine majesty, and by partaking of the sacred mystery we may be faithfully united in mind and heart. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For by his birth he brought renewal to humanity's fallen state, and by his suffering cancelled out our sins. By his rising from the dead he has opened the way to eternal life, and by ascending to you, O Father, he has unlocked the gates of heaven. And so with the company of angels and saints we sing the hymn of your praise, as without end we acclaim, Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. At the Saviour's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil, Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. Like the deer that yearns for running streams, so my soul is yearning for you, my God. My soul is thirsting for God, the living God. Let us pray.
Grant that your faithful, O Lord, whom you nourish and endow with life through the food of your word and heavenly sacrament, may so benefit from your beloved Son's great gifts that we may merit an eternal share in his life, who lives and reigns for ever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. Faith, Hope and Love, a time of Christian worship and reflection, led by Rev. Paul W. Kelly. Texts used in this program are for the purposes of worship and prayer for listeners wherever you are. Prayers and chants taken from the English translation of the Roman Missal, edition 3, copyright 2010, the International Commission on English in the Liturgy, ICEL. Scriptures are from the New Revised Standard Version, copyright 1989, by the National Council of Churches of Christ in the United States. Adaptations to conform with Catholic liturgical norms, copyright 2009, by the National Council of Churches of Christ, United States. Psalm Tones, the melody line for the Psalms, by Howard Hughes, SM, copyright 1992, ICEL. Faith, Hope and Love theme, hymn, words based on 1 Corinthians 13, 11-13, set to original music by Paul W. Kelly, copyright 1996 and 2016. Production by Kelly Enterprises Resources. Contact us at paulwkelly68 at gmail.com. May God bless and keep you.